Hello and welcome, Grace Church Vienna. Today we will listen to Johann van Damme and learn that the church is not just a group of people, but that God makes the difference. And since God is love, love should also be visible in the church. Sharing our lives with the church means sharing with others and learning to care. And finally, we will see the need to keep walking to reach the goal. And as we form the church, we should not expect to be more alive because of the church, but that the church will only be alive if we are alive. So here is Johann. The subject given to speak about today is sharing my life with the church. And I've been wondering, what does that mean? I tried... I was thinking, sharing your life, for example, with the army. If I would share my life with the army, what do I do? <laughs> Perhaps I'm working for the army. Uh, I, I thought that is an expression. I, I just don't know what to do with. I think what the subject was meant to be, that is that I'm a part of this, the church, living with the church, I'm an, a life member of the church, and uh, having the same goal as the church has, and living for that. And so I was thinking, if you have to share your life with something, with what I'm going to share it, And um, and that is something what is, I think, very important for us all to think about. The church is something so beautiful. In the Bible, it is written that the church is the body of Christ. If you want to learn to know a person... No question how to do that. Uh, you study what the body does, and that's uh, what you can see. The church, the body of Christ, and to be a part of that, and to give your life for that. Now, many people um, go faithfully to church, and I think this is a clever idea, That is good. And every Sunday, in normal days, uh, you sit on your church seat and uh, sing the songs. Are you then really a member of the church? The church is not a club where people meet and listen for people standing in front of them and singing a few song songs. The church is the body of Christ. And if you are a part of the body of Christ, you are a hand, a foot, an eye, you are a part of it. The church uh, is not a, a, a product You are just observing and you think, oh, this is a good church or a bad church or a this. No, the church is an, an, an 
getting together of many cells, of many people who live, who really live with God. And have, when you have many of this kind together, people who live with God, and they meet with one another, there you get something extremely beautiful. It is amazing if one person starts living and his influence around him, how he makes a difference in the family, how he makes a difference at work. This is beautiful. Uh, and there is something that is by far more beautiful. That is when many of those come together and Jesus says, that is the church, the body. And, and many of those, the whole group of, of people who live with God together have a power and an, an influence on this world. What is so amazing now, you might say, uh, uh, sounds good. But in reality, when I see my church, um, I, I don't see much of it. Good. Um, this is, I think, the first thing we should talk about. Do we have... Do we see the church uh, as an enormous possibility to make the difference in this world? I was thinking of a song from John Lennon, what I heard lately. Uh, imagine. Imagine there is no heaven. It's easy for you to try try. No hell below us. Above us only sky. Imagine all the people living for today. Imagine there is no countries. It isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or to die for. And no religion too. Imagine all the people living in peace. You may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you will join us and the world will be as one. Imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed. Uh, a part of the song, Imagine, from John Lemon, Lennon. And you might wonder why I, I read this to you. But this challenge, what he gives to imagine a world what is differently. Do we have the faith? Do we have the conviction 
that our church makes the difference for this world. And if you want to join or sharing your life with something, then don't share your life with seaters, people who sit on seats, but share your life with an, a, a thing. What is so beautiful, what makes a total difference on this world, and with this conviction, we can live. We can grow to the goal what God has given the church for. I was thinking on Isaiah chapter 9, where we read about Christmas. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. If you have enlarged the nation and increased their joy, they rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the days of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across the shoulders, the rod of their oppressors. Every warrior's boots used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burden, burning, will be fueled for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. There will be no end. Do we get an idea what God really wants to do? He wants to send a so bright light in the darkness that makes a total difference. And the bright light is his power. The government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Mighty God. What is the difference for just anybody and the church who is the body of Christ? It is the Mighty God and the difference between one or other club meeting every Sunday morning and the church is the mighty God. Do we have this in our hearts? Have you come to meet God? 
Or have you come to a church, to a group of people who have a good time together? Meeting God. And, and the, the sad thing is that in many churches, God is left. It is like Christmas. Many people celebrate Christmas and are wondering also what can be the special thing of Christmas. Now then we need a turkey and we need also a Christmas tree. A Christmas tree. No, no, no turkey, no Christmas tree. God in the middle of your family. God has come. And God is the center of the church. And I think this thing, this question or this remark, sharing your life with the church, uh, has to do with what am I sharing my life with? Am I sharing my life with something what is so, so, so worthwhile? What is a bright light in a world who doesn't know how to handle it themselves? Where love is lacking and care is lacking. Uh, I, I think if, if that is um, uh, when God gets a bigger place, that makes a total difference. Then God can get into the church. And the church is not at the first place a group. People together. Yeah? That is the church. No, the church is a group of cells. Single ones who are alive and when those single ones are alive, then the church is alive. If you think the church is dead, ask yourself the question, am I also dead? Am I the, the alive hand? Am I the alive foot? Living with the church, for the church, means to be living. And then you get to the end, a living church. A church where God's love is seen. God is love. And if the church is the body of Christ... The remarkable thing of that is love. And I have a question. Do you know where the person sitting next to you is? Where is your brother? Do you know his needs that you may help? Could it be that there are some people in the church who can hardly live with the money they have? Could it be that this love, this care is missing? And I don't say this as 
as one who has arrived. I say this as one who stands in front of it with one desire to learn and to grow and, and to get, give God a bigger place in my heart. Many times I sit in the church and in the middle of the church, it is clear to me again, oh, oh, what are you doing again? Are you sitting again in a club or are you just being in his presence, taking time with God? Where are you? Where are you now? You may be a learner. This is good. We learn our lives until the end. I'm more than 80, and I'm still a learner. Still a learner. Be prepared to have this long way in front of you and walk anyhow forward. It might be discouraging that the goal is so high, but just imagine, God would have given you a very low goal to live for. Yeah? Hardly worthwhile. Would that be the greatest help? To have the goal much lower? That would be not a help either, isn't it? God has given the goal so high. He said in the the Sermon on the Mount, you have to be perfect like God is perfect. An enormous high goal. If, if you have the feeling from, hopla, I have to learn so much. Well, uh, that's okay. That's okay. You have to learn extremely much. Are you prepared to live for something so high? With such a long way ahead of you still. But I'm going. I'm going this way. Sharing my life with the church. Being a learner. Being one who learns to live. Who cares. Who will take the telephone. And calls a lonely person. Who needs it. Taking. Uh, uh, sending a letter. And a letter. Might be a big difference. Yesterday I got again a telephone call from somebody. And I was so impressed. It was good. That was again a healthy sign. Are you still caring for people around you? Is the church a body what loves? Okay, you say, no, not very much. Okay, yeah, then, then the, the, the body is not one thing altogether. It are parts. Are you the one who loves who cares? And don't look too long for the church. For an expected from a church. If the church would be alive, more alive, I would be more alive. Such a stupid thing. 
No. If you are more alive, the church is more alive. You cannot expect to get a life from a church. Okay. In one way, uh, 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 for a bit, it is true. It is helpful to be in a church, what is a life. But at the first place, you are a hand. You are a part of it. And altogether, you are the church. Many alive people are a life body. And many dead people are a dead church. This is quite a challenge. That it has so much to do with me. If the church is alive or not. I like to read something from Ephesians uh, about the church. Ephesians uh, chapter 1 from 18 onwards. 1918. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. Paul says, I pray that the eyes of your heart will be opened that you may know the hope of which he has called you. Hey, should a miracle take place in your heart? That you really can see what the church is, where you are a member of. That is a beautiful thing. This light, strong light, shining in the darkness. I am a part of that. That I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. Wouldn't this be a good prayer? To pray for me and to pray for the others you know. Paul prays that also for the people in Ephesians. Would this be not an enormous difference if this prayer for enlightenings of the heart that you will see the hope that this group this church will make a difference and that it is going to be a bright light and with single ones who believe this you have a mighty body at the end to that you, in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the richness of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, 
far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the coming one. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. And he describes here how almighty Jesus is. And he describes him as the ones who have risen from the dead. Uh, not just a group of people. The resurrection power of Jesus. Above all nations. Above everything. Isn't that to be taken for granted? That he says in the beginning, I pray for you that you have open eyes, that you have the courage to pray a prayer like this, that you might see this and live for more than people sitting on seats. Do you have the courage to pray for more, to live for more, to expect more, to sit in this church and meeting the Almighty in a very fresh way and sing the songs because of him, his presence, the Almighty. To be in the church is a danger of having a dead thing, a dead thing like Christmas. For many people is. It is totally dead. And we look many times down on people of big churches. Like Catholic church. I think this is all dead. Uh And what do you think of yours? Is it alive? Are you here in his presence? Or are you just sitting here, meeting God? (sighs) I think we have to go a few verses on. I think in Ephesians we still could read Ephesians... In chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. Uh, here we read in verse 16. Again, Paul says, For this reason I kneel before the Father. Uh, Paul is praying again. And he prays again for something what that that miracle what has to happen we read in the beginning this this song of imagine imagine if people don't fight wars anymore about religion that the, they don't fight anymore to get their country bigger to live for more money 
yeah, uh, John Lennon, say, Lennon says here, uh, just imagine, just imagine, and this world would be full of peace. Uh, that's a challenge. I have a much bigger challenge, so much bigger. And, and Paul says again here that he prays for this miracle that, that you have the courage to live uh, and, and to uh, join, like Lennon says. For this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. We could very well use a bit more of this heavenly strength. Uh, then you would see also a bit more heaven on you, in you. You should, we should, the people could see more of, of Jesus uh, in you, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And he goes on, and I pray that you will be rooted and established in love. He prays for this miracle. And then you stand in front of yourself. And you say, is this in my bones? Am I this? I am what God wants to do with me. And God has called me to be a part of the church and to live with him. Jesus is in me. And this church is built by him. I will build my church, is what Jesus said. Dear people, the almighty God is here to meet you and to start this, this heavenly vision, this end of, of just cedars, this, this beginning of, of heaven, this beginning of God who stands totally in the center, this beginning of a bright light and the bright light is the almighty God. And living and counting with him. We need open eyes. And we just read that Paul prays for that. Open eyes. This is what we need. I'm learning. I, I'm many days. I sit and suddenly I, I think again. Oh, am I living again another day? Where I just see only me? And, and my strength? Are, are you living again another day? Where you don't 
expect God to be at work in your heart. And I'm then shocked. And, and I, I, I totally come new to God. A growing process and a learning process to grow more and more Christ-like. What do you need for this kind of thing? A special feeling in your bones? No, to be Christ-like, you don't need a special feeling, I guess. Uh, when Jesus had breakfast in the morning, it might be that he was still tired, like I am most of the mornings. When I just throw water over my head, I, I cannot really live. Uh, it might very well be that Jesus had not a hallelujah feeling at breakfast. And uh, was sitting and talking with the ones. Then um, he had Judas, Jude, Judas. I don't know. Just the men who denied him at the end. Um, when uh, he was sitting with him, perhaps he was worried. Worried. Spiritual. Worry, a feeling not special, just having breakfast. And that is Jesus-like? Yes. That is Jesus-like. A life of a dynamic Christian is not in hallelujah mode, uh, just having permanently. Yeah. It isn't has more to do with an inner knowledge. I am living with God. This knowledge, I am on the way with God. I am in his, his hands. And we just have read in this last verse that we have this new life by faith. The new life is by faith. This Inner knowledge. I know the Almighty God is here. Living with Him. That makes a difference in our daily lives. Uh, I am a person who is on the way with the Almighty God. Let this knowledge grow in your heart and you can live it. He gets a real place in your life, God. And this God who you love gives you a job, but is in fact a beautiful one, to love people. Isn't that the greatest job of the world, what you can get? To love people, to help people. And if you have then a person who is really awkward, just start thinking, how possibly in the world can I help this guy? So awkward. How can I help him? Isn't that something? To love and to have that as your job? To love the people in the church 
Is there a person who has no money? Is there a person who feels very lonely or who is dead scared about the sickness? Can I help? Can I encourage? How can I make the difference? Caring for people and caring for God's burden. Then God is love. And he's the caring one. He is the loving one. I think one of the great problems in the church is that we hear so many messages and we read so much out of the Bible and it makes no difference at all. We just stay the same. And our special gift is staying the same. It doesn't matter what people say, what God tells us. I have the ability to forget this all in a quarter of an hour. And then it is all gone, and I just live totally the old life. Is that your problem? Pray that God will make a difference. That you deep in your heart change direction more like him and grow. Growing means changing. When was the last time you changed? You really changed. When was the last time? Are you the one who listens and who's learning? Make certain that you are not sticking at the same place. And don't change. That is dead. That is death. Make certain that you follow. Following Jesus means he speaks and I come in action. Are a follower. Share your life with him. Become more and more like he is. I would like to pray with you. Lord Jesus, it is so easy to remain the same and not to grow. I pray that you will open our eyes for your greatness for your presence, for your mighty power, far above all, above all nations, with your resurrection power. And that is enough for dead people to walk. Thank you. Thank you. That you are enough to get us into action, following you and learning. And really changing. Amen.